one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub science here to make things make sense. Today we're talking about breast milk. Is it the new superfood? Why are bodybuilders using it? And some interesting but a little concerning new research that came out recently. We're all thirsty for it. <laughs> Hi. Well, this is an idea brought up because at my birthday party on Saturday, I drank breast milk. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, I tried it. Isn't, like, isn't there one that's like... Canceled. Okay, wow. Whoa. I thought one was a gunshot that went... Wait, you thought we had a sound that does that? Okay, wow. Okay, Greg doesn't. Yeah, you had your birthday party. Our friend is currently breastfeeding a newborn, and we were at her place and saw frozen. Well, I just knew that's all I wanted for for Christmas. (laughs) All I want for Christmas is breast milk. All I wanted for my birthday was her breast milk. Um, She's a beautiful human, one of my best friends, and it was delicious. Absolutely delicious. And guess what? I wasn't even hungover. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. That I'm kidding. That is a bold-faced lie. I've never seen you more <laughs> than after your birthday It was party. such a good birthday. All I wanted for my birthday. I mean, your birthday keeps giving and giving. Like, you what? had your actual birthday. Then yeah. this is a birthday party a week later. Now we're going out with some friends for a birthday dinner. Yeah. It's like, it never ends for you. I know. <laughs> I'm very loved. Um, <laughs> I have a gorgeous life. I don't know what else to say. Um, but all I wanted for my birthday was my friend's breast milk. And to dance Moto all mommy. night. <laughs> what? I was like, Moto Mommy merch? Because that's what I got you. Yeah, and Rosalia Moto Mommy merch, which Mitch got me head to toe. I looked like one of her dancers. And to dance all night. And literally, I believe it was like from 11 p.m. till 5 p.m. I did not start stop dancing. I love. I didn't talk to anyone. I honestly feel like I didn't talk to anyone. I just danced the whole time. And I was so happy. It's the key to my heart, happiness. It was a very good party. And, you know, it was nice to see so many people again. We haven't be able to have obviously that many like house parties since you know the pandemic or whatever so it was fun i just like realized though after so long like at first i was really anxious as everyone was coming not when the first people came but you start to realize like when you're the host it's like a lot of work yeah even though it's not actually a lot of work but you want to make sure you're yeah because you making the feel rounds. like you need to greet them yeah greet them we were like uh, offering drinks and just like trying to create an atmosphere where people who didn't know each other didn't feel so awkward when they yeah. first walked in that's why you got to hit the negroni a little early so you're like tipsy. i know i did realize that later that once i was drunk then it was like everything was fine <laughs> i had negroni on tap which was disgusting and by negroni on tap i mean in like a like, picture of it basically but it was a huge picture that i bought and then the like the with idea, one of the taps on the bottom yeah the idea of pouring in 
bottles of gin and like pouring alcohol into Mm -hmm. something for people to drink is disgusting. Like watching, pouring like a liter of gin and watching it barely make a dent in this thing I'm about to (laughs) fill for people to drink, like poison. I was literally just like, okay, here, I'm going to poison all my friends was gross. But we also made breast milk white Russians, which is (laughs) which is human breast milk. Uh, one part human breast milk, one part Kahlua, one part vodka, a big old ice cube in there. Delicious. Delicious. The breast milk was so good. Tasted nutty, tasted vanilla-y. My friend tastes good. Okay, maybe we'll wait. Save this it for is when we're weird. Well, I don't, everyone thinks it's weird, but it's like, okay. No, it's not like, that check weird. Your, check your privilege. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's more weird that you're so obsessed with it. I don't think it's weird to, like, try it, but I feel like you have fixed it. I think it's this. so cool that a friend that I know currently is creating from their mammary glands, one of the most gorgeous liquids in the no, world. No, that is okay. amazing. That's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. What do you um, want to do? You want to jump into it? Let's get into what because I'm like, I realize all I can talk about is breast milk and we need to save that. Okay. Oh, what did we learn this week? You go first. Um, do you ever have deja vu? Yes. Do you ever have deja vu? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You, oh. you get the joke, oh. right? <laughs> um, okay. A new study just came out that has found some interesting insights into potentially what deja vu is. For a long time, you know, there's a lot of like paranormal explanations or people bl- think it means like, oh, there's a glitch in the matrix. There's all these kinds of things. But this study was like a legitimate science study. They basically put people into virtual reality in a variety of different situations. Um, And so they created these worlds and in some of them they had really similar layouts and elements and then other times the location would be completely distinct. So like no Hmm. no other place looked like it. And then they realized that they could trigger deja vu by introducing places that had really similar structural layouts if the person kind of forgot they had already seen something similar. So in their mind and in their hypothesis, they realize that a lot or at least one element of deja vu is something being similar enough to something you've experienced, but you cannot consciously necessarily access what that memory is. And so you you have a feeling of familiarity. So the example they give is like, say you're visiting somebody in a hospital and you've never been to this hospital before, but a lot of hospitals have like really similar layouts. Like the counter might be similar. The hallway with where the furniture placed is might be similar. And so you're seeing this information, but it's not something you've ever seen before. And maybe your brain isn't making the connection to a very specific place you have actually experienced before. And as a result, that is one reason that deja vu can be triggered. Um, so it's spatial resemblance is what they found. Yeah, They're that makes it's, sense. It's I feel not like- the only. Obviously, there's times when you're just sitting and having a conversation, but it's like they think it's that belief or sorry, not belief, that feeling of familiarity without being able to place it is because there was actually something familiar. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten deja vu when I've gone to Airbnbs and they all kind of look the same. Yeah, that is a weird thing about Airbnb now. It is like what about what Airbnb now? Oh, so, you, la, la, la. you said that like you <laughs> just had a coffee, okay? <laughs> yeah. Don't listen um, to this at one point five times the speed. Yeah, is that sad? You, I listen to everything at one point five speed, but then I am like, can people even listen to this at one point five? Okay, speed? let's slow down. What were you trying to say? You said something about BBB, Airbnb, the yeah. same thing you said. But no, what? What I forgot was what I, just that they all look the same now. They oh, really do yes. have an aesthetic of like. Obviously, at the beginning, it was truly people's homes. Now it is people buying real estate and turning them into Airbnbs. Yeah. So like the furniture. The kitchens, the like kind of empty soullessness of lots of Airbnbs. Obviously, there's plenty that are still like nice and cozy and give you a sense that you're actually in a home. But I 
kind of know what you mean. You are so spaced out. It's scaring me. No, I'm wait. I'm wait. I know. I'm just waiting to say what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay, what are you going to say? Um, that Airbnb sucks now. Oh yeah, I think. Or I don't know. I feel like I'm like you know well, the company's it, bad. It's Silicon Valley energy. Yeah. All the money's getting flooded back to America. We should and stay it's at definitely hotels. Like destroyed rental industry income and or sorry, it's like had a huge impact on ownership of land and of buildings and which is impacted house prices which is impacted rental prices and it is like there's so many buildings that are just empty because of airbnb yeah and all it says on the wall is like be free live laugh love have your don't talk to me before my call actually those are like more fun than what it usually is it's like (laughs) it's like you're in a city but it's like a new york city skyline picture that's black and white from ikea but you're like Mm -hmm. in buenos aires or whatever okay so mine is way more intense and it's very much like not in the breast milk fun vibe. So everyone just get ready. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading about the Amazon and how it's going bye-bye essentially, <laughs> which is really bad. We're not talking about the Amazon that we want to go bye-bye. You know those signs? The wrong Amazon's burning. Mm-hmm. That, that Amazon Jeff Bezos is, is thriving. Right. The other Amazon, not so much. Uh-huh. It's being cut down um, for beef and cattle, like legally, but there's a lot of illegal things happening too, like gold mining. There's like drug trades and all this stuff. And then scientists are trying to figure out how to like monitor the Amazon forest because obviously it's so big and so hard to really like keep tabs on. So this article was all using like, drones and stuff it was super interesting to just like survey the land yeah to survey the land but then also just like the thesis is that like climate change and keeping fossil fuels in the ground and at the forefront of all of everything we should be thinking about is like indigenous people and indigenous groups and scientists are realizing indigenous people hold the key to saving the amazon because a lot of the amazon is indigenous land so legally it should not be touched mm-hmm. due to all these like treaties and different things that the world has signed but now they're realizing the world has signed like a lot of like when nato gets together cop 26 it's people like trying s- trying to, to promote s- the protection of these areas you mean yeah trying to promote the protection of indigenous uh, people's like areas across the world. Yeah. Like when you get together at COP26, it's like now finally being like, f- like spearheaded by indigenous people. And mm-hmm. that's like a big part of the climate change like revolution. But what these indigenous people are saying is like, people are still doing all these things like logging and stuff. It's just illegal. Like how do we police this? And then I was learning about all those like indigenous groups that are like, quote unquote uncontacted mm-hmm. I was like that is so interesting to me like I yeah. can't fathom that that's a thing and then what this study was saying is that it's actually probably not that they haven't been uncontacted but a lot of them in the Amazon were contacted in the late 1800s early 1900s because that's when so many people were going to the Amazon to get rubber and there was this like horrible like rubber trade where indigenous people were enslaved to try and get Amazonian rubber. Mm-hmm. And from those awful like run-ins with the quote unquote Western society, they fled. Mm. So prior to that, they were like farming and trading and were actually like not what we've like sort of made up in our head. Okay. But all these horrible things happened to them that they were like, okay, we can't do this anymore. And one of the off this is just about like Shell, Royal Dutch Shell, the oil company, they created a bunch of roads in the Amazon to try and look for oil. 
And then they didn't find it, so they just left it. And then these logging companies came in and started to use the roads. And then they eventually made contact with the the now the Nawa, which was like a tribe. And after contact, the Nawa tribe, fifty percent of them died from disease because they like weren't used to the diseases of these people from outside. Mm-hmm. And now with all this sort of like increased illegal and even sometimes legal logging and like in almost infiltrating into the Amazon, they're super worried about more of these indigenous communities literally dying for the same sort of colonization reasons where they don't have the immunity to diseases. And a big issue is COVID-19. Like what will happen if COVID-19 is exposed to those communities? It was so, it was like a fascinating read, but it was just from what nature magazine. Like it was, sorry, it was like a, it's like three different journal articles wrapped up in like a thesis. And Mm. like, it was so interesting and just like the amazon rainforest is so important Mm -hmm. indigenous people live there there's indigenous land that needs to be protected how that is done is really challenging this specific stories were in the peruvian amazon but it's just so big that it's like right there's Mm -hmm. all these different countries that own different parts that have different stakes and then when it comes down to it so many freaking like dutch shell companies have gone in there and just exploited it like so awfully throughout history that you're like, oh my God, I kind of forgot that that's where so many oil companies even looked for oil. Yeah. I mean, like everywhere it could be looked for, they kind of did, but (laughs) yeah, no, I just, I just am like, it's so, it's so frustrating to think that they like, you know, did all this awful stuff to try and find it in the Amazon that he didn't even find it in that specific situation. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I was like, that's what I learned. It was really intense. Okay. Interesting. So now we're gonna switch gears and start talking about. Well, we might not be switching gears. Why? Because you said there's some con- there's some sort of oh, like intensity yeah. about breast milk, and there is, yeah. there is. It is kind of a controversial subject, and the facts could be tense. We're here. Here's up science. Two. Make things make sense. <laughs> is it this one? Yes. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Study time. Study time. Study time. time. Okay, let's go. (sighs) So, where shall we begin? I wish I could produce. But I can't. What do you mean? Oh, like, breast I've milk. Always, like it's <laughs> like, like oh, it's just so music? cool. It's just so cool. I wish I could produce. I music forgot what we were talking about. To be honest, we're yeah. here and we're going to talk about breast milk, um, in many different ways. Some very interesting things. I think first we're going to actually just talk about it. Okay. Right? As as like a substance, as like secretion. a nutritional source, as. Oh, is a secretion? Isn't that a good way of putting it? It yes, is. A it secretion. Is. Um, and then, like we said, we're going to talk about bodybuilders and their use of it. We're going to talk about just its general health and safety and some new concerns. Where do you want to start? So breast milk, what is it? Milk from the breast of a human. Imagine that's all you said. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so, it. The mammary, mammary glands. <laughs> mammary? 
mammary heart. Mammary. <laughs> mammary glands, which produce the milk. Um, so they were likely before mammals. So, so breast milk's essentially been around for like millions of years. It predates mammals. So before mammals, it was likely that um, they were sweat glands that eventually adapt mm. to produce special antimicrobial coatings for eggs. Mm. Then over time, when animals like or like mammals stopped producing eggs and started to like have a placenta, they started to secrete this white liquid instead, likely breast milk. So like the evolution of it, right? So they wouldn't have been mammals at the time, but you no, just no, mean, like through the evolutionary yeah. history of our ancestors. Yeah, like how did we start squirting stuff out of our tits? Right. Like it was likely <laughs> a sweat gland, like that okay. kind of thing, because it's not like those things yeah. just, like, happen. And um, it's considered a medicine. So it's oh. a food, but it's also considered a medicine because it has like immunological properties, right. antimicrobial properties, and it's a form of hydration. And then a lot of people who study breast milk consider it, a way to think about it is that it's, there's a famous book too, it's white blood. So it's like without red blood cells, pretty much everything else that's in it is like what's in your human blood and all the things that like help keep you alive, minus your red blood cells. Say again, like in breast milk, is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, like it's, it's like, like red blood. Wait, yeah. What? <laughs> no, sorry. It's like your human blood, all of the nutrients. Without, the red, without the red blood cells. I see. Yeah. Okay, interesting. It's like, a, it's like one way to think about it quickly. Obviously, there are caveats, but that's like an over, that's a pretty like umbrella way to think about okay. it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and yeah, it's like full of so much good stuff, full of proteins, full of carbohydrates, tons of fat. Half the calories are polyunsaturated fats, mm -hmm. polyunsaturated fatty acids, because your brain is pretty much like fat, like, and it needs polyunsaturated fatty acids to wrap the neurons. Mm -hmm. So it's like a bunch of these specific fats that are great for neuronal development for the baby, for the baby's brain. And just like calorie density, right? Like I, it's interesting because obviously a, we haven't had a baby, but now we're having friends that are having babies and realizing what that means in terms of you know, as soon as the baby's born as it starts losing weight because you're no longer like feeding it through like internally and now you have to feed it breast milk and there's always that fear around making sure it's eating enough. Obviously, breast milk is like such an amazing supplement or a nutritional and source. delicious <laughs> secretion but that not even i, I wasn't really aware of like how until having you know both of our sisters had kids and now our friends are having kids like how intense that can be for some people yeah and like getting a baby to latch properly making sure it's eating and not knowing it's eating unless you're weighing it literally because you can't necessarily always see and this may just be ignorance because i'm a man but i feel like also especially obvious because we don't have kids and have yeah. never had to deal with it Ugh, firsthand i want tits so bad i want my mirror <laughs> glands it'd be so much like obviously i enjoy my male privilege i'm happy that i'm a man because my life is so much easier but i would love to breastfeed like what a gorgeous amazing human thing to do to breastfeed a kid like we yeah, are that's the only is. thing that we're lacking with our male privilege is that one <laughs> gorgeous gift on earth yeah no i think it's it's so amazing to be able to like provide from your body and i do think that is a challenge even i've seen in like straight friends or straight people uh men in particular i mean because like they don't get to have that bonding yeah. experience and i think i mean i think it's a pretty common thing that fathers often feel inadequate yeah. at the beginning because they can help the wife they can or you know their partner but like they cannot provide what the baby needs yeah but that's not to say that like lots of babies are also raised on formula and fathers can yeah. be part of many different yeah. and mothers can pump and if and we adopt a baby milk. we're gonna have to give a formula like, exactly so i just formula is like, also great but <laughs> it is such an amazing obviously like 
not only you're feeding a baby like in in the mother there's like hormones going off that are like and just connecting life. you to you're just it. like i'm giving life through my tit like that i would love to say that i have done that in my that, life or that you even nev- could yeah we never will give life through our tits yeah. and that's sucks yeah i guess um, we could give it through our dicks but yeah that's all way. we do and it's like <laughs> not i mean i mean it's fun but it's not the same yeah it's not as like connected no and, and it's like if you want to try and like be like to your kid like i created you by coming in your they're gonna be like no, no I don't hear yeah, that. but that, being like i <laughs> breastfed you is kind of like oh that's so nice yeah i mean like i, I think we, kids don't really want to hear about that but as you get older it's easier I think to it's, like i would way appreciate. rather hear about how yeah, it, yeah, yeah yeah obviously yeah that's <laughs> all i'm saying is that like men's situation in all of this childbirth is nil to them. <laughs> but also human breast milk is actually not that fatty dense compared to other mammals like for example rabbits they like put their babies in um I'm just gonna say the ground, but I'm like, yeah, the, like, <laughs> like dens, a den, yeah. And they leave them for long periods of time, so when they breastfeed them, they're like designed uh, to give them a like little so bit of much. milk, and then Wait, and then they give go them away for long periods of time, and the baby's fine. You mean, oh, I see. It's just like more dense. Yeah. Whereas because dense. primates have evolved to carry their young, yeah. on them, the you need. That's why we as humans have to breastfeed so much because it's actually quite diluted. It's mm-hmm. a very like. Um, hmm. uh, hydrating. Obviously, it has lots of fat and stuff, but you have to continually breastfeed your kid because we've evolved to have them literally attached to us. Mm-hmm. Whereas other mammals, they go, here, here's some milk, tit, 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 and then they leave for like yeah, six hours wow. and the babies are fine. So it's like in the world of mammals, our breast milk is very watery. Mm. Which I thought was kind of cool. It's like the oat milk of the milk family. Yes. And it really, I honestly, I'm like, it had a nutty, oaty, delicious vanilla flavor. It was the best white Russian I've ever had in my life. Oh my the breast God. milk white Russian. But there's no vitamin D in it. So you have to like have your kid exposed, exposed like a to a bit sun of sun. Without burning them. Because yeah, now everyone's also terrified of their kids. Like, A, putting sunscreen on them and poisoning them with sunscreen. Yeah. Because of the fear of like it going in the bloodstream. But then B, also getting too much sun and getting like, you know, damaged skin. Yeah. Like obviously don't like <laughs> roast your kid in the sun. But there's no I vitamin D. I feel like that. I mean, we've done podcasts on sunscreen. But even I flip back and forth where I'm like, you know, I don't want to wear sunscreen always because I like want to get vitamin D. But then I'm also paranoid about like it destroying my skin and giving me skin oh cancer. Oh my God. I'm so not, I'm so in the other camp as the white scared of the sun. It's like, I'm getting the vitamin D. I'm fine. If I'm ever in the situation where I'm like needing to put on sunscreen, I'm not worried about vitamin D. But we live in a place in the world. I guess you're right. Like in the winter, it's different though. Yeah. In the winter, I'm not slathering on sunscreen. <laughs> and I am when but I'm some going, people, when some I'm people, skiing, I am. some but people say to do so all the time. exposed to the sun. Like when you ski, you're so exposed to the sun. I guess. Because the, I the just sunlight's literally the reflecting sun. off of the snow. I know, but it's just such an interesting thing that wine does it feel so good to be in the sun okay we've talked well about it doesn't before. like i literally hate it okay anyway. yeah, but i love it i know i'm just saying i hate it it's not <laughs> um like speaking of nutrition do you want me to talk a little bit about this bodybuilding stuff or you have a few more things you wanted to say i can't tell um yeah okay wait let me finish for yeah. the baby so that intellectually people understand okay and then we'll go into like baby to bodybuilder ba- okay. pipeline <laughs> yeah so um colostrum which is the stuff that first comes out yes which i didn't know about till we our sisters had to go yeah this. and it was like intense so like that's like very antiseptic it has like all these antibodies in it and okay. it like coats the baby's like esophagus and their microbiome to be like okay like it like lines you're alive it. yeah <laughs> and then it slowly becomes fattier and fattier like as it goes on sorry when you start like latching kid to tea 
the actual feeding session, though there will start to become more fat produced near the end of the feeding session to help the baby be like, oh, I'm full. So uh, even within feeds, it becomes more actually, fatty and it's okay. like helping the baby be like, me done. <laughs> and then also just that there's a bunch of stuff in breast milk that feeds your microbiome, literally is indigestible to humans. It's designed to go into your gut and feed the right bacteria. Mm. So anyways, I'm like, yeah, I did shots of breast milk and I'm proud of it. Okay, now let's get into why I probably shouldn't have been It's just pretty amazing to think about. I mean, it is worth knowing, and I'll touch on this later in one of my studies, that the quality of breast milk is actually related to the nutrition of the mother. As yeah, well. yeah. And so they're yeah. like talking about um, uh, like bodybuilders. So basically, you know, body, a lot of, body, not okay. a lot, but there's like a niche part of the what? bodybuilding world that drinks breast milk for their gains. You're telling me there is bodybuilders <laughs> who drink breast milk for their gains. Yeah. So it's become this thing where there was even a Netflix episode, a show called Unwell documenting this. Um, and the basic premise is that, you know, breast milk is calorie dense and nutrient dense, nutrient dense. And that, you know, a lot of these people will say like it has special properties and if it can make a baby grow and it has growth hormones in I it. I mean, this is me on Saturday night when I was drinking breast yeah, milk. Yeah. You were like, I feel amazing. Yeah. I'm like my, my <laughs> Jack, you see my pics. Um, so there's this community out there and obviously this is like, I don't know the size of this community, but it's not like, well, we know they're jacked. So yeah, they're big guys. Who are taking it, believing that it's like helping them get bigger, better. Where? Are they um, getting it? So they're literally getting it basically off the black market or off of like Facebook marketplace, like buying it from breastfeeding mothers. Okay, so that's one of the problems, first of all, is that like <laughs> breast milk is a limited source. We can't start like being like, everyone should be drinking breast milk from mothers because <laughs> it's going to help you be healthy and yeah. stay fit. Like there is not a market for this. It's expensive. Me they pretending are, to be grossed out, but secretly like can't wait till later to go, to go, like, go Google this milk. and see. Um, but okay. So like breast milk, as you said, it, is it has a lot in it it's a cup of breast milk is about 170 calories which is 20 more than whole milk per a cup it's just, it's arguably a superfood we're yeah. talking 10 grams of fat 16 grams of carbs two grams of protein which is five less than whole milk so it's interesting that bodybuilders are like leaning into something that has less protein than wow. an alternative it's um, got immunoglobin they're probably doing it for like the immune. yeah i think in their minds they're thinking it's a a good nutritional source that probably has some kind of like magical abilities because not there's magical, whey proteins in it. They love. Whey yeah. Protein. And it's like, you think of, okay, this is like essentially designed by the human body to help a baby. What's, what's the answer? Should you do it? I mean, no, no. it should be for babies. Like it's I mean, okay. designed for babies. So <laughs> like, it's not as though there's not a possibility that breast milk, it's not like it's bad. It's not like it's, you shouldn't, you would die or that it's like, not good for you. There is no evidence for it being better than any other alternative. Yeah. But that doesn't yeah. mean like maybe studies might show, okay, it actually provided some benefit. So it's not yeah, saying yeah. like it, the benefit can't exist. It's just saying actually <laughs> there is no evidence right now. I feel bad, but the bodybuilding <laughs> community is not where I'm looking to for the answers to anything. <laughs> no offense, boys. Yeah. Well, so but. then, like I said, because it's being bought off of, you know, quote unquote, the black market or just in places that are not regulated, like it's not coming from a provider other than somebody themselves in their own home. Um, not all of it's created equal. So if the person who's creating the breast milk is not nutritionally taking care of themselves, that will transfer yeah. into the breast milk. Um, it can be contaminated given that it's not 
um, being stored in a sterile environment. So they actually did a study of 101 samples purchased online. 10% of them were topped off with cow's milk or baby formula. So as people just yeah, like Yeah, I would stuff. do that. If someone bought it off mine, I'd be like, oh, yeah. milk in here. 75% had pathogenic or disease-causing bacteria and viruses in it because they Whoa. were probably kept sterile. Like it oh, obviously was like, going bad. Yeah, oh, and like it's like you think of where you buy your milk and stuff. Like that stuff's regulated. Yeah, my, the, the milk that was given to me was frozen and immediately went right into my fridge. Then but it's even my then, even then, it's like practices. You don't know. there could Like a lot of these even had feces in them because it's people handling things in their own home in an environment that's not like a sterile factory or a sterile place where you're producing a product that has to be up to the standard of like the food associations. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So there's just a risk there. Um, yeah, ultimately there's just no evidence. It doesn't, again, mean that we might not find one day in studies that it gives you like some benefit, but no, right it's now not. there's it's like No, okay, I'm just saying, I'm putting my <laughs> foot and my left tit down and saying no. Like breast milk should be for babies. It's designed for babies. Well, I mean, we drink cow's milk. It's not as no, though. No, but like, okay, if you think about the world, like it's a serious issue. Yeah. Like we can now start talking about like formula. True, and, like, the what, shortages of formula. Yeah, like, and yeah. like, there, there are places like Brazil where like mothers who, um, like that in the past they would have like wet wet mothers who would like breastfeed the babies of other people mm -hmm. while those other people did jobs or like whatever like, and that is like important in some ways. And then I've I read about how in Brazil they actually have this type of thing where there's people will mm -hmm. save breast milk for other babies who right. need it like. That's the thing. I'm like, the bodybuilders don't need it. Right. Like, that's a yeah. no from me. And there are so many other sources that are already available to bodybuilders, whether yeah. that's whey protein, whether that's creatine. Like, there's, like, there's supplements yeah. that can give you energy, like caffeine, things it's that can so help you funny. working out. So. And even like, yeah, and I, I know I'm yelling considering I did just drink breast milk as an adult. Like, why am I pretending <laughs> that I'm like, <laughs> but it was something that even with her, I was like, I hope to God there's not a day where she's like, I need more breast milk. And I'm like, <laughs> there I am partying with my white vodka and breast milk. Ugh. But... Yeah, like I, so when it comes to formula, the history of formula is so interesting. I learned about it this week. So like our parents, I don't know what they were, but they likely were formula fed because it was like in the early 50s, 60s. It was very popular. It, it was essentially Nestle. Let's here we go, Nestle. Nestle. Like, here we go, Nestle. I'm going to talk about the Amazon. Name one good thing they've done. Truly nothing. Like, okay, I guess Kit Kats taste pretty good. Like, that's it. <laughs> so th like once... And here I am. Actually, it's science. Boo, science. Literally, men in science and the Enlightenment, they started to understand, oh, my God, things are made up of, like, fats and carbs and protein. And they started to realize, like, oh, breast milk's made of fats and carbs and protein. Wait a second. The name formula is literally because they figured out the formula of fats and carbs right. and protein. Oh, interesting. And what, how to mimic or model yeah. actual breast milk. And then they started to say, these scientists, these predominantly male scientists, that it was better mm. than breast milk. Because it was like perfectly constructed. And also literally because they're dumb ass men, they said mm. things like, women's like bad tempers can, can right. sour the milk. <laughs> they literally were like, if you, you can pass on your like personality through your tits. So like <laughs> if you got a wet nurse that is like quote unquote poor, like there's like things that like literally scientists right. were saying in the enlightenment. If you had a, a wet nurse who was poor, then your kids like are going to be passing that down to them. Like, you know, like horrible. Yeah. A lot of it was like extremely racist, like messed up shit. Welcome to science. Welcome to the enlightenment. It wasn't that enlightened. 
They then figure out, wait, we can make a bunch of money off this. Nestle spearheads it, and they start selling formula, saying it's better than breast milk. And like only one in four kids in America in the 1950s were breastfed. Wow. Because it was formula at the time was being pitched as this. Right. The better alternative. Yeah. And it's, and, and it had come a long way. Like there were times like babies would die if the parents weren't able to breastfeed, uh, crack nipples could kill you before like antibiotics. Like mm. there wasn't, there was a reason why this could be beneficial in society, but of course Nestle capitalism takes over and it becomes right. awful. Then the sixties, seventies, the hippies movement, the hippie movement, people start to be like, Companies are bad. Yeah. But also being like this, do we trust Nestle? Like Mm -hmm. prior to that, people were obsessed with like companies, like literally companies were like religion at the time. Like that's what Mad Men's kind of still are now, still are now to some people who are like, Elon Musk going to save us or whatever. (laughs) So yeah. Then Nestle starts going to like poorer countries and starts selling their formula because they're losing the market of America. Mm. And then the formula requires clean water and there's this crazy like people say that Nestle killed millions of kids because they went to these countries sold it said it was better but it re- it required mixing it with clean water which these countries didn't have and there's a there's a really famous court case where there's a quote where the guy he's getting he's from Nestle they're like does this formula is this dangerous if there is not clean water. And he's like, it's clearly instructed that like they have, they're like, is they're like, he's like in court, is this dangerous? And he's like, yes, it's dangerous. And then everyone mm. like kind of was like, Oh my God, Nestle's evil. One of the many reasons. Imagine being those people. Like there's all these like companies and people that go on behalf of them just to lie or avoid. They questions. get paid so much. But like, I hope those I people realize that's their legacy. I know. That you're the, like also, you see it with even Google and stuff, and I know we're posting this stuff on like platforms. <laughs> so you, you like they're always brought to court, and you're like, no, they're in Facebook, yeah. and you just like, no, they're being like, no, we don't spread propaganda at all. Like our algorithms definitely don't send people down a pipeline of becoming crazy people, and you're like, we know it does that. Yeah, just say it, but like they, they have to justify it. Here we go. Side note, everyone. Side note, they have to justify it somehow. So like, if I think of someone working at Nestle, it's like, well. People need formula. So <laughs> we're making formula and formula is actually important for mm. queer parents, for parents who can't breastfeed. It's actually an amazing alternative source that we've made as humans. Like yeah. that's what they do in their head. But then, and then they ignore their legacy. I know. I mean, you might be right. I don't, I don't think know. that's I don't not know. true, but like, obviously there's also like the oil industry and cigarette industry that sat in court and were yeah. like, yeah, there's nothing, these don't do bad things. Yeah. These are purely good. And we have no evidence that they do bad things, even though they were the ones who realized like cigarettes kill. <laughs> yeah. That's why I find capitalism and money so menacing because, um, people who are obsessed with like wealth or like taking a photo on a yacht for example like to me it's all connected it's like isn't that embarrassing because Mm. to like you know what i mean you can only ever access that amount of money at the expense of other people like that is how capitalism works so people who are interested in wealth always it's like i have a uncomfortable reaction when people talk about money and wealth as good because yeah. it's to me like a thing that's like you have such a moral blind spot and i mean it happens now with our friends like people are starting to make money people are like my aspiration is to like own like a fancy car right and it's or like really or, yeah, yeah and it's hard for me to like also we're so 
lucky and wealthy through like I got to get rich teaching science, which has always been my dream. Like I'm so lucky. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to like, it's easier to learn that lesson once you've been able to go through it and realize it's not, you can see like we've been in spaces to see how it, how disgusting it can be Yeah, to see people like hoarding wealth and then wasting wealth in the most ridiculous, gross ways. It's crazy. It's crazy. Food. Yeah. Whatever. And we've seen it actually. Like now that I'm thinking about it, like we were just at this like YouTuber convention and it was like, I was like on the bus leaving and I was like, I need to get the, f- I've like had a visceral, I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here because every conversation happening mm, around me about money. was about how they're going to get more money, more clicks. Like, and it's like, no one is stopping at any moment to be like, this is sick. Everyone's yeah. obsessed with Mr. Beast who just like spends a bunch of money and like fucking makes a burger company. Like right. after team trees, like it's weird. There's such a disconnect between, um, like it's it's success as good versus like <laughs> like destroying the planet is like the only way it can work. And like Nestle is just a great example. And I think that there's a lot of those people who worked at Nestle to bring it back who were you know being told, "Wow, you're so successful. Mm-hmm. Look at your gorgeous home. You've right. provided for your kids. You've created an amazing life for yourself. Your good job." Yeah. But then yeah, they're like, sad. "But a bunch of kids died. <laughs> Literal <laughs> babies died." Mm-hmm. But yeah, now a, um, formula is th- like it has more different issues because uh, what happened in America with the recent formula shortage was different states would have like legal contracts of the like, only places to make specific formula because it has to be so regulated. And mm. then that one major factory had like issues um, and had to be shut down. And then it was like, oh, my God. So there was actual formula shortages, which is really scary. Yeah, people, totally. We rely on it. Yeah, there's a it, it. That's what makes these conversations hard sometimes because it's like nothing is black and white. There is good like that's entangled into capitalist structures and structures that exploit other parts mm-hmm. of society, right? And so yeah. it's like hard to be like, well, we can't say like get rid of formula because Nestle is like capitalizing yeah. on it and exploiting people and exploiting worker conditions for this and destroying communities for this. Like (laughs) it is hard because it's like, and that is what like even people say when it's like countries, some countries are like totally destroyed by tourism, but then everyone's like, but if you just take away tourism, you destroy the country. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like everything is cyclical and it's like much harder to like get out of those sticky situations. Well, that's kind of like Bette Midler got like a little canceled (laughs) because I think what she was thinking was, okay, formula equals companies equals Nestle right. equals bad. And j- when this formula shortage happened, she was she tweeted something Just like, 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 well, how long have you ever heard nipple. of like breast yeah. milk? Yeah. And then what I learned from that was that breastfeeding is actually a socioeconomic issue because only rich people can do it because you need to have access to time. In America, you don't even have right. If you're away from your kids, if you're yeah, having to work all, they the get time like and, a month or something. Yeah, like sick. Like it's in Canada, crazy. we have an actual functioning society that is socialist, and you get a year or more. In America, you don't get that. So, in order to breastfeed your kid, you need to be able to take that time off work. Mm. You need to be able to hire, like, essentially hire people to look after your life while you do that. Which yeah. I thought was super interesting. And they were like, Bette Midler why you got canceled was the right tweet would have been, we need to have a year off of work paid right. by the government in order to actually have a conversation. About yeah. Breastfeeding and even beyond formula. that, it's like sometimes babies don't latch. Sometimes it's yeah, families yeah, that yeah, yeah. don't have a breastfeeding person that can yeah. provide for the baby. So I, you're right. I get that she was trying to probably be like, 
say something in another perspective yeah. that but was, she was looking actually, at like stop relying on these companies yeah. but it's like she was actually ripping on poor and marginalized people in America without realizing yeah it. without realizing I know because it's Bette Midler because it's Bette Midler <laughs> she did not realize we know that Bette Midler and that will incredible. always happen. It will <laughs> yeah. always happen as we as society are able to talk more and understand more deeply and intricately the way that these issues like intertwine mm-hmm. and, and like, what do you say? Like catapult downwards. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, trickle down. Trickle down. It honestly <laughs> is. You see it every generation where it's like, first we can talk about like queer rights and then we can start, or gay rights. And then we can start realizing, well, there's yeah. lots of things underneath that are actually, now that we've reached this point, we now can talk about white, more. gay, hot man yeah like he's always gonna start with exactly like a white man <laughs> yeah there's like deeper issues that a society can start to understand <laughs> um speaking about sort of like the insidious part of capitalism this ties into my next study because it's actually about microplastics which have been found in human breast milk for the first time which is spooky Ugh. obviously so um this is obviously concerning because we aren't even totally sure what microplastics do to like adult health. And we're finding them like actually really recently this year, they found microplastics in human blood for the first time. Wow. And, they, and they might shrink taints, boys. So let's think about that. Yeah. Your dick's going to get and, smaller. And so it's like, what is this doing to breastfeeding babies? We don't know. Like we don't know for sure to yeah. what degree it will yeah. hurt or not hurt. <laughs> but that's obviously just concerning now that we're finding it in yeah. breast milk. It's like there is plastic literally on every, every corner of this earth. And in this study, in your tag. they could only um, study to a certain like size of microplastic. And they were <sighs> like, that's not even that small. There's definitely even more if you like can break it down even further. God damn. Um, in this study, which wasn't on like a ton of women or people who are breastfeeding, but there was 75% of these breastfeeding people had microplastics oh. in them. 75%. Oh my um, God. Obviously, in labs, there are known toxic effects of microplastics on human cells, lab animals, marine wildlife. But again, they said in living beings, we don't know yeah, what, yeah. like, can you just get rid of it? Does your body just That's digest gonna it? That's going to be something in our lifetime we're going to understand so much more about. Um, something that was kind of freaky was they also were cor- correlating or following the mother's plastic um, environment. So like yeah. they were like, okay, what are some of the mothers buying more plastic products, eating more seafood, like all those things. What's in yeah. their homes? What are they interacting with? It was not correlated with that at all. Oh my God. There's like granola mummies with their little like it just means wooden that Tupperware. Still the study was ba- like basically it's inevitable that humans are just being exposed to microplastics wow. without ne- necessarily like even if you're trying to avoid it. Which is oh my spooky. god! If you like, remember when we did that video where we wore all the plastic that we used, and we like, it's, <laughs> it's horrifying. Crazy. Within like, we started it, and within like an hour, you're like Holy covered in plastic. Sh- it's everywhere. I'm, Everything like, is plastic. And even the funniest things, the Nature magazine I subscribe to comes wrapped in plastic. Literally, the cover <laughs> of it will be like the plastic problem. I'm like, <laughs> like why the fuck did you wrap this in plastic? <laughs> and it's because they want to add the back of like a subscription thing. It's like, get rid of that. Yeah. I'm or they're subscribed. probably thinking, oh, it might get ruined in the process. Like, But it's it just like, it's insane. It's yeah. like the only Cause also magazine like, that comes yeah, in plastic. Yeah, exactly. That is really The New Yorker weird. doesn't. Um, yeah, I want to say pages. two things. So the study and the researchers gave a very big caveat 
And they want, this is what they said. It must be stressed that the advantages of breastfeeding are much greater than the disadvantages caused by the presence of polluting microplastics. Studies like ours must not reduce breastfeeding of children, (laughs) but instead raise public awareness to pressure politicians to promote laws that reduce pollution. So they were like, we don't want this to be used to encourage, to to make people afraid of their breast formula from your plastic formula bottle. Like it's not going to be. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Yeah. It was like reading about this and someone was telling their story about when they, they started being like, Oh, I want to reduce the plastic in my life i'm gonna switch to glass this glass that and then they were like starting to realize how everything is plastic just like i think until you start to actually try and remove plastic from your life insane you immediately are like everything is well because you think like you're like okay i'm not gonna do takeout because that's like you Mm -hmm. like we've trained ourselves to see plastic in these specific things it's like takeout bad Mm -hmm. plastic straw bad but then you're like then you, yeah, literally Look just in this room. do My computer anything. is made of plastic. This is made the of plastic. The sign is made of plastic. My shirt's made of plastic. The light is made of plastic. The camera's made of plastic. Like, yeah, but your I don't glasses even, are made of plastic. I don't even mean, like, that's freaking me out now because I'm like, I wasn't even thinking about the objects. I'm thinking of even just, like, over there, like, the granola bar that I bought that right. has, that's advertised. All of our food's wrapped in plastic. Like, it's yeah. freaking granola-ass healthy shit. It, they, they're individually wrapped. Mm. And it's like, what the fuck? Even the I box is probably that. coated in plastic. So that it won't get wet. Freshly squeezed orange juice I bought. Boom, plastic. I'm just looking over so there. It's, and we've talked about this before. It's like... All it's those markers. Literally Sorry. everything. Yeah. Everything is plastic. Oh, and clothing. That's I, what I said already. Po- yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah polyester. Like, also, clothing. it's made... Plastic's made from oil. Okay, wow. But um, it is hard because it's like, obviously, it's an amazing invention on one in one hand. Yeah. Like, and can be so important in some environments to have a sterile, like, hospital environment using plastic sheets and those kind of That's things. That's why Rachel Salt, the queen of all queens, yes. has always said you have to treat it like gold. Totally. And we yeah. don't treat it like How gold. do we, we use it, it like in waste. the right... Well, I mean, it's also so light. Like, when you compare the shipping costs of glass and heavier substances and plastics moldable and like there's so many amazing qualities about it but then it is just like is it poisoning us <laughs> yeah wow <sighs> that was a good app breastfeeding took us all over mm-hmm. that was great um okay let's go final thoughts or you know my goodbye? brain started to go elsewhere i started to like we started to talk about something and i started to think about the movie bros and i was like we don't need to get into that <laughs> okay but let's just say gay people let's learn how to market our movies without being like you must say it okay <laughs> okay <laughs> thanks all for listening and we'll see you next time peace ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.